0: Welcome to the Online Course Masters show, where we learn from the best online course creators how to better create and sell our very own courses. Today, I chat with Paulo Dichon, a mobile app developer empowering beginners with technical and soft skills they need to become well-rounded developers. In this episode, we'll learn how he's broken into one of the toughest niches on Udemy and much more. Visit OnlineCourseMasters.com for show notes to watch the video version of this episode and see an archive of all our past guests. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Please, if you haven't done so already, leave a review for this show wherever you listen to it. Now, let's get straight to the interview. Okay, everyone, Phil Ebner here, and today I'm super excited to have Paulo Deshawn on the show He's been a longtime listener and he's here to inspire others with the amount of the, the sales and everything he's done in the past two years on Udemy. He's really grown a lot. So we're going to hear his entire story. So first, just welcome to the show. Thanks for being here.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me, Phil. Like I said, (laughs) I'm kind of starstruck here because I've always I've always followed Phil and your podcast. I've listened to your podcast and it's always inspiring. In fact, it's one of those things that I always look forward to. In fact, you know, I listen when I'm at the gym, so I look forward to going to the gym (laughs) because like, yes, I get to just do my thing and I'm listening to Phil and all your guests uh, you've had and just amazing, great community and information. And thank you. Thank you for doing what you do. Well,
0: I mean, it's people hearing that from you just inspires me to continue doing this show and and knowing that all the episodes that we're putting out do actually inspire people and help people. That's that's just really good to hear. Uh, Maybe something I don't hear enough. So if you do like the show, leave (laughs) a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this, because it's great to hear that. So let's jump into your story. And first, I want to just ask you what. Has online teaching allowed you to do uh, since you started? Is there anything that, you know, just a mindset change with your job, lifestyle
1: that has changed since you started teaching online? Right. Um, it really, you know, it's such a good question because you hear like in the Internet now people talk about, you know, doing internet marketing and doing all these things and then you know some of them make a lot of money you know they say oh look at me I've made a million dollars and it's all great but for me I have to say uh, teaching actually has allowed me to um be more in tune with what i really want to do um it's always been a gift i want to say this is coming from my wife okay she's wonderful she's the one who inspired me to actually start teaching she's a teacher herself and um and so but but teaching real has allowed me to kind of find my voice in things that i really enjoy doing i've always kind of been the teacher guy like at school i was the guy who would always people would come to me because they they want you know they want to understand something or so Mm -hmm um it, it, it was kind of it's it's um it's a coming back if, if if you know what i mean like oh wow okay there we go you know i was doing this before i worked for this company did this but now i am like ah this is comfortable like i feel comfortable in a sense it's still hard obviously but it's working on that but I, it has it, changed my whole way of viewing the world like i'm more um i want to say content I'm, not, I'm not, not not trying to be dramatic or anything, yeah. very content with what I'm doing. And every morning I wake up in the morning, you know, I don't have those Sunday blues where you feel like, oh man, it's Monday. Oh, I don't, oh, I don't know. I got to go to work. You know, it's, I, I, I find that I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, at least for now, and I'm happy and content with it. And, I, you know, it has opened a lot of doors in terms of, you know, uh, sharing with the world the little I know, you know, programming in this case, but that's where I'm at. And uh, and it's changed also my mentality in terms of now I feel more like an entrepreneur and like I have to think like one. And uh, I feel like I also... Um, Just just so so many things, so many awesome emotions. I can't even.
0: (laughs) I love that. And I think just that idea of feeling content is maybe what our whole goal in life should be or is for most people. And it's not necessarily about, you know, making X amount of money or even reaching people around the world, which is a great thing about teaching online. But yeah, just being able to wake up on a Monday morning and feel like I'm excited to go to work or to start doing whatever I'm doing and I feel bad for people who don't feel like that because I know how that is like going to bed on Sunday and feeling stressed about the next day and since I have done this I feel the same way it's like every Monday I'm I'm excited to be like oh what am I working on today right so that that's just awesome and I think people listening will hopefully um, you know be inspired by that so What's a, tell us a little bit more about your background for for me I don't really know much about right. your background and how what you were doing before teaching online
1: well, it depends on how far you want to go, but I, I won't bore you with the, a lot of details. <laughs> um, well, I'll just go, if you don't mind, I'll just go tell you a little bit of my background in terms of where I'm from and all this stuff. So, because I'm sure people are listening to this they'll say, well, this guy has an accent, right? <laughs> so, and they wonder, wondering, hmm, I wonder where this guy, but anyway, I'm <laughs> from Mozambique originally. So, okay. and I usually tell people Mozambique because, um, you know, because most people, most people say, well, you know, where is this Mozambique place, right? So I usually tell people that if you think of the Madagascar movie, mm-hmm. so in Southern Africa, you have Madagascar, right across Madagascar, you'll see Mozambique. If you yeah. keep going, <laughs> yeah. you'll hit Mozambique. And oh, okay, so there we go, right? Yeah, and, um, and luckily most people know where
0: Madagascar is now. Thanks exactly.
1: To- <laughs> right, but when I first got to the, you know, like it was – I think the year was when Madagascar movie came out so I used that as the you know the yeah. point to get people to know exactly because it was like oh Madagascar so it worked you know yeah. um and so when I was 16 years old I was you know I was I had this amazing opportunity to come to the United States as a an exchange student mm-hmm. so there was this family who decided that you know they wanted to host me for a year so I lived in Montana actually so try to think Mozambique, an African country where we don't have snow, it's really hot, and straight to Montana, Helena, Montana, uh, for a year. It was an amazing experience. I didn't know a word in English was literally say, okay, you're here, so this is your high school. Monday, you have biology and math. It all is going to be in English. So, you know, it's but it was amazing. I I really enjoyed it. So fast forward, uh, and then I went back to Mozambique uh, when the year was up. And in 2005, I returned to the United States for college and uh, I've been here since. Um, And then so to your question again, uh, uh, what was I doing before Udemy? I actually I went to school, I did computer science and then I worked for a business in town here in Washington state. Um. Uh, Spokane, that's the city of mm-hmm. this beautiful Spokane, mm-hmm. and uh, worked there for about two, three years total, and then got laid off. But what I was doing there, I was doing programming really, just web development, app development, all that. And it got laid off. And that's when um, something switched in my mind because I was like, ah, this feels <laughs> not good, right? So. <laughs> So I was kind of forced into entrepreneurship, but I've always been an entrepreneur. So that kind of gave me was a good excuse to, you know, say, you know what, I'm going to try on my own. In fact, my wife at the time, at the time, my wife, Mm -hmm. um, she she was the one who encouraged me. She was like, you know, maybe you should just go and do your own thing because you've always talked about it. And maybe this is time, you know, we had just gotten this? That right. was in 2012. Okay. Uh, right? And it's so funny because that was the same year that we had got married. No, 2013. That's when I was got la- laid off. Uh-huh. So it was like... All not even here yeah when that happened <laughs> so yeah. you can see the panic and it's funny also we were actually <laughs> when i got the call from my boss we were actually going to seattle on vacation uh-huh. so it was more of like yeah uh, are you driving i said yes where are you going So you know where i'm going because you know i i asked you i was just like yeah but when you get there just call me uh oh. because you know. and of course i'm in the middle you know of the road and i'm thinking all the way to seattle i'm thinking ah something is not right yeah sure enough i got there and my boss was like yeah something happened to our company we're laying off about 70 75 of people and you're one of them oh at <laughs> the hotel my. just like ah okay you know but so the next three days later because you know i was staying there with my wife about three days and had to go back come back of course you know and then go to the office and get my stuff you know but it, it was it was one of those things it's like wow okay, (laughs) just hit
0: you. And I feel like that's how it tends to happen with people Just all these big life changes kind of happen all at once. I was just talking to Dan Vega on the podcast, um, probably a couple episodes before this one. And you know, he has had an incredible year of being an online teacher, but he's also gotten married. His wife's pregnant. They bought a house. It's just like all this stuff at <laughs> once. And you just have to kind of just trust that it's going to work out, right. I guess. And it's right. awesome that your, your wife is supportive. I mean, similar yes. to my wife in the beginning, she was very hesitant about the whole freelance lifestyle that I was trying to go for, but after a while she she kind of was like okay how about you try this on your own and see how it goes
1: yeah. Yeah. So and that was
0: 2012, it, but that was before you taught online
1: classes. Way before, right. T- 2013, 2013 when that right. happened. Right. Yes. Um, and then of course, once that happened, I started doing freelancing, you know, mm-hmm. just building apps for people. And honestly, and I, I, I kind of hate to say this, but I didn't quite enjoy it as much as I thought I would. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoy programming. I enjoy, you know, connecting with people, but just working, uh, building applications for clients, it was just a drag for me. And you know, I'm, the kind of guy that you know I'm giving so it tends it ended up being more of like the specifications would change mid project mm-hmm. and they wouldn't you know accommodate the pricing points you know you know <laughs> how it goes and I you know, end up like is. working for literally free and you know it's just it, it wasn't talking about fulfillment contentment really mm-hmm. it, it just wasn't it was more of like oh I'm doing this because you know you have to make money you have to provide and all that stuff and and so It was so funny because a year in doing that i wasn't very happy with it of course but of course didn't want to be that guy complaining right it's like Mm -hmm. well it's life you do what you need to do but i was always looking at things i want to do because i knew you know i had this entrepreneurial mindset Um, And one of the things I always did was I would watch uh, videos. I would watch YouTube videos and programming and different languages, anything techie. Right. So it was one of the things that I would do either at the gym also before I go to bed. So you can imagine, you know, my wife is here and she she had to listen to because I I wouldn't wear my headphones. (laughs) So it got to the point where she was like and she would she would literally uh, go like this, like, huh. I don't like this guy that you're watching now. He's not a good teacher. (laughs) Things like that, you know, because she could tell right away because I'm just watching on my phone. It's like, ah. So it became like a joke, right? I'm watching. That is so funny. "Ah." I've had (laughs)
0: like the exact same experience with my wife who like, I watch all these YouTubers and she's like, that guy looks funny or that guy's annoying.
1: Exactly, exactly, exactly. And one night she just goes, I remember this was probably September of 2014. She's like, honey, you could do better like you literally all these videos you're watching these people doing you know teaching new technologies or programming you can do way better i was like really and of course i'm thinking well of course you would say that you might watch She's like no i mean and she's a teacher right she teaches at a university and so it was like are you sh-? she's like i'm telling you you can do way better than this. this you can make amazing courses that's that's yeah no like oh okay and so i was like okay so the next couple of days after that, you know, I, I just started doing research and I had this neighbor kid who came to me because he knew what, what I did for a living. Right. I was a programmer, so he was actually uh, finishing up high school and he had asked me, he said, you know, I, I heard about this programming thing, building websites, and I'm kind of interested in that. Um, would you mind to help me? I was like, sure. And so in that. So what I decided to do was that I said, well, if I'm going to be teaching him how to program, how to make website or how to you know program in general, mm-hmm. I need to have some sort of a curriculum. And so I actually made a curriculum for him. It ended up that he decided that he didn't want to do it anymore. So I kind of ended up using the same curriculum that I was making just for him. And this was, was actually going to be for free because mm-hmm. it was a you know, neighbor. It was really awesome kid. So I wanted just to help out. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I was like, huh, well, I have this curriculum here. Why not just actually add more stuff and just start recording. And that's how it all started. Very, very strange, right? Like yeah, totally
0: organic. That's awesome. Yeah. So that, <laughs> so you had that course idea or that curriculum. And did you know at the time about Udemy or these other platforms for like
1: even how to host? I did. I did. Because what had happened was while I was watching all those YouTube videos, I was also watching Udemy videos. So it was usually, you know, I would do it. It was, it was, my wife, she's a saint. I gotta tell you. Like now, I think it was like, who has the patience? Literally every night, yeah. I'm watching you. So, but she was so awesome. But anyway, so I would watch YouTube videos, and then I would go watch some Udemy courses yes. that I'm, you know, interested in. So I knew of Udemy. That's when I was like, okay, instead of putting it on YouTube, I'll just go and put it on Udemy.
0: Nice so, nice. so, and that ended up being your first
1: course, right? The Android yes. and Java developer course. Yes. Yes. Ended up being my first course. And I did that course, it was, I think it was about 35 hours, and I recorded all in less than a month and a half.
0: Nice. I mean,
1: wow. I was I'm still working, doing my projects, you know, for clients and everything, because I just wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and of course, the quality was horrible. I mean, I had, <laughs> and my voice, somehow my voice was very high here. I was like, all right now, guys. It was so strange. <laughs> when I, <laughs> it's like, what was happening? <laughs> No, no personality, nothing. I mean, I'm. this is who I am, right? I'm very like, hey, how are you doing? But in my, it's just like, oh, I, I can't even, it pains me. I mean, to even, you know, but that was my first course. So, and I became very involved with, I think it was, was that Udemy Studio at that time in 2015 mm-hmm. or something? Yeah, uh, when Lindsay and all those uh, people were there, mm-hmm. and I remember asking questions, you know, trying to figure out okay, what would be the best way because most at that time people were saying, "Do smaller courses, and I already had twenty six hours, so it's mm-hmm. like, well, maybe what am I gonna do and I remember you know asking questions and people had different opinions and and all that so it was it was a it was a good good, good time
0: nice. <laughs> well, actually, I want to fast forward to where you are today actually and right. asking about. It's a couple years later, and um, can you share just any revenue stats that you have right, right now? Because um, I'm sure it's going to be inspiring for people
1: listening how far you've come in the past couple of years. Right. Um, this is my current revenue. Also, keep in mind that I had, uh, well, in some of my courses, especially that first one, I had um, a co-instructor, a wonderful person, good friend of mine, uh, and, uh And so the revenue, I would say about most of that, this revenue that I'm going to tell you about um, is just on that one course. Mm -hmm. So for those two years, uh, on my side, just for my share was about 64,000, close to 65,000. And also keep in mind, and I don't say this just to pat myself on the back, but I, I made a huge mistake for about a year, almost a year, I didn't do anything on Udemy. I literally had that course. I...
0: Hey, Phil here. Are you enjoying this episode? I really hope you are. And I hope you're learning to become a better online course creator. If you want to fast track your success, head over to OnlineCourseMasters.com and get your free trial of the full flagship program the Masterclass for Online Course Creators. Get more information at OnlineCourseMasters.com. That's, I mean, that's incredible. I think that, um, you know, before we were recording, you were kind of downplaying the the revenue that you've made on Udemy. But I think for 99% of people listening to this, that's just incredible. And, you know, for most places in the world, that's full-time income. Um, and for it to come from one class... Is pretty amazing, or mostly from one class is amazing. Do you know like how much did it make in the first year versus the this past
1: year? In the first year, it made about thirty five thousand. So probably, well, just for me again because we were you know cutting. So about thirty five thousand the first year. So
0: about it's I mean stayed steady. very much
1: so, very much so, and so yeah, it's it's it was it was, it was revealing to me. And one of the things I'm th- I, guess, I guess we'll talk more about this, um, about the things that I regret yeah. <laughs> that I shouldn't have done because I had that great momentum and, uh, got distracted with other projects and everything. Um, but, but it was, it was a good, it, it was a good wake up call in the sense that I said, Oh, this actually works. And it's something that I enjoy and I, maybe I should pursue it more. So
0: totally cool. So what's like a typical, typical day, like, today for you right. in terms of working on online courses and are you doing other stuff still?
1: So I'm kind of, ah, I love this question so much. The reason why is because I feel like it's the most important thing that you can do for your business and for yourself. I'm um, trying to figure out your routine in terms of what are your goals and what what are you doing to achieve your goals? I'm, I love that stuff. It's it's almost like a um, vice, if you will, okay? So, little story. I like stories, so if you don't mind, okay? Yeah, no, let's hear it. <laughs> so for the past year and a half, the past year and a half where I was kind of doing other things, and we can discuss that, of course, um, I neglected Udemy, so I was doing, internet marketing. I was also doing, uh, still building apps for people. So I was just doing all sorts of things because I was trying to figure out what worked and why didn't. Okay. And I have to tell you these 13 weeks. So about six months ago, I was online. I was just looking, reading articles and I came, I found this site called, uh, was it called? And I'm, I hope I'm not, I'm not plugging them or trying to go
0: ahead. It's okay.
1: It's uh, a self journal self-journal okay so the idea you probably have heard of this guy I actually haven't mm. oh Phil you've got okay once I tell you story. so <laughs> the idea the basic idea here is that you divide your working months in 13 weeks in fact mm. I have it here it's very simple right mm. So you go ahead and write. So the idea here is that you actually sign, you actually put all of the things you you want to accomplish in 13 weeks, mm-hmm. okay? You sign, mm-hmm. you give yourself, say, okay, I am going to take my wife, or well, I'm gonna go do this once I have finished my 13 weeks and have accomplished what I set out mm-hmm. to accomplish, mm-hmm. right? So it's actually a contract yourself. Yeah. And if you want to make it real official, you tell your, excuse me, your significant other just to, for accountability. Mm-hmm. I will tell you now this, this is no joke. I was able to accomplish in 13 weeks. This I start, this is a new one. I have the old one that I use for my 13. I was able to create three well, two and a half, but three courses in thirteen weeks, which would take me about six to seven or eight months usually to create that. That gives you the power of focus and really write down what you need to be to do. And I'm a huge fan of these things because I, I'm a true believer, man.
0: I love I it. Am, I'll include a link to that. This is it. The, does that self, a
1: website? I'm sure it does. Yes. Yeah. If you just type in self journal, you will get there. I, I'm not affiliated with them. I'm, I don't it's i i'm just saying it because it saved me my business saved my mentality saved me everything anything
0: i mean people are always looking for ways to be more productive and help right. them out so i think something like this would definitely be even for me i i might try it out just because right um to be more focused so does it give you aside from those big goals like the 13 weeks does it break down the goals or anything like that
1: well you you break down the goals yourself. So you, really what they do, they want you to have at least three main goals because they, what happens with people is that, you know, you know how it goes. January comes in. People are like, oh, I have 13 things I want to do. Well, guess what? Life happens. You're not yeah. going to all 13 things. That's yeah. the reality. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. What did you say? Okay, no problem. 13 weeks, just put three goals. And then these three goals for each goal, you write down the three things for each one that you need to do in order to accomplish it. Very simple, yeah. right? Now, the cool thing, what I really love, you can tell I'm very passionate about this, <laughs> is that every day, each morning before you wake up, well, before you wake up, when, when, when you wake up, you actually have to write down, of course, the goals of the day, mm-hmm. okay? In fact, you put, you write down the dates because the, they, they have no dates, they have nothing to mm-hmm lift off the pressure, right? Mm-hmm. So you put dates and all that stuff and you start planning your day. What are you gonna do? So for me, what I do every morning, I wake up at 7, 7.30, mm-hmm. before I do anything, I drink water and I sit down for about 20 minutes and I go through what I'm supposed to do with that day. Mm-hmm. Right, referring back to my biggest goal, right? What, I, what is the big thing that I'm gonna be yeah. accomplishing in weeks and, and once you, you know, the place where you put all of your goals and things you're gonna be doing on that day, at the bottom there is the what they call the uh, what are you grateful for. Mm-hmm. Now what this does, v- v- simple, right? Because mm-hmm. now what this is doing is that even if you feel like overwhelmed, like oh man, I'm not doing anything or, or something, I'm not really moving forward as I want. But there's always something that you're grateful for. Yeah. So that is just cleansing your mentality to into thinking like you're always winning. Because even if you're not getting certain things done or things are not really working the way they you want you, you want them to work, there's something you you. All of us, we have something, at least one thing, right? Mm-hmm. So now by writing these things down, what happens? Do you feel like, oh, okay, I'm 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 moving forward, right? I'm grateful for this, this, and that. And then you go it. through it. by the end of the day, the cool thing is at the end of the day, there is also another section that says, for instance, what have you done today? What what makes you, you know, proud of what you've done and all this? So kind of like uh overview of your day, thinking mm-hmm. of you. If you were able to hit your 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 goals and all that stuff, and again, you put the things that you're grateful, things that you hit, and things like so. You see, so you beca- you start with being grateful, you end with being grateful. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's never a, the perfect way to start and end your day. And I think just having the, you know, I, I'm like most people or a lot of people are probably like me, like oh yeah, well I'll just do that on my own, like I'll just write it down on a, like a Google no. Doc or something. <laughs> but <laughs> that's not gonna happen. So having the <laughs> That actual journal is really, really cool. Um, it looks like it was like a Kickstarter at the
1: start. It was a Kickstarter, yes. And wow. uh, you can also, I think Amazon, they have their, but their website. It's Anyway, it's... Nice. Um, can,
0: <laughs> well, I, I love, love that. that. So that's kind of the best way that you found to organize your day. Yes. So so how about like take this 13-week period we're doing right now. Uh, what are some of your goals and like what what are the actual things you're doing each day to make sure you're achieving that goal?
1: So um, I'm a little bit uh, aggressive with my goals because my idea is if I say I want to do 10 things or I want to get 10 lectures a day, I usually say I want to do 20 lectures. I know it's a little bit extreme, but that kind of pushes me. Mm -hmm. And so for me right now, uh, for my goals is that I want to create at least, uh, well, for this month, November and December and January, for each month until leading up to the end of thirteen weeks, you know, which is going to be like what three months, so right? Mm-hmm. I want to at least have three courses, so I want to have three courses in three three months. So each month, I'm gonna to put together a uh, a course, and my courses are not small. My courses mm-hmm. are twenty five to thirty five <laughs> hours, so you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's that's a, an, a,
0: that's a lot of work. With your yeah. courses, they're all about kind of programming, computer um, stuff, <laughs> yes, <your> stuff, yes. <laughs> stuff that no. I don't really understand, and I wish I could teach myself. Uh, it, a lot of people would love to be able to teach that kind of thing, and or maybe right. they are developers and they would want to teach. How do you even start outlining or creating a 26-hour course? Are you outlining individual lessons or sections, or are you just kind of... You know, putting out the basic outline and then just going for it. How does that work for you?
1: well, i I've been experimenting before. i was it was actually a go-go. I would literally just write down, and say, section one, I want to talk about this. I want to make this app. So the idea, what i what i what I found that works for me is to teach something mm-hmm. and then create an app according to what, you know, you've just learned. Yeah. So it gives you some sort of like, you know, a final project for yeah, each section, that. per se. And, um, and it worked fine, but then I was reading articles online and talking to other people, and I, 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 I wanted to improve uh, my production process. So I've tried, on my last, latest two courses I did, I tried uh, to outline everything. It helped a lot in terms of um, knowing exactly what is that I need to teach and avoiding the rambling, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. in the middle as you teach, right? Um, but also I noticed that what it did, it didn't really allow me to to be a little bit more flexible. When mm-hmm. I, What I mean by that is that because, you know, I could be, doing my lectures you know i am teaching my lectures i'm recording them and then i realize ah there's something i should have taught before mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I i i went into this topic now because i'm following my of course i can go and change it but but mentally because i'm yeah. following something that i've written down it's 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 another mental thing that i have to go to think about oh then i'm, I'm going to be breaking this uh, stride if you will if you yeah. will right yeah. and so it, it, it mental you know it just gave me a little bit of uh, constraints if you will mm-hmm. uh, having um, to outline everything so now instead of going to really details so what I do very simple I literally uh, have a piece of paper mm-hmm. and I put down squares like this so I put motivation at the top meaning what is motivation of this section mm-hmm. is to build let's say um, a blog app okay mm-hmm. what do people need? To know in order to build that blog app, this and this and this, right? Three or four or five points that, I, and then I need to teach them, and so and then I use that and I go for it. Yeah. And it, it, it's been working well for me. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: your reviews are amazing. All
1: four, oh. <laughs> around four point
0: five on Udemy, which I'd say is you know exactly where you want to be. Uh, it's it's really hard to get much higher than that. So so that's awesome. Um, I see. So you, you started with that one course that did really well as your best selling course. I guess, what have you learned since launching all of your other courses since then, which I see you have six, uh, six more courses? What have you learned about like what's working, what's not working in terms of picking topics in terms of promoting those courses to your audience? Um, yeah, what have you learned?
1: Well, first of all, the main thing that I learned is that when things are working, you get the momentum. Do not break it; just keep going. Like we talked mm-hmm. earlier, that I had that almost a year in between where I just ignored you to me because I thought, you know, I can find something better. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> I yeah. was wrong, you know. Um, and you know, one of the things that I, I that helped me at least folk you know get the results i wanted it's very simple which is consistency and actually embrace what i'm doing and i understand most people you know you have other gigs you're trying to survive i totally get that you know um, but at the moment i decided that i'm going to take this more seriously meaning in fact this is pretty much, I want to say 98% of my time, this is all I do. I just focus on Udemy. So I gave myself another year and a half where I will just literally, all I will do is Udemy. And it's so funny, we're talking about those 13 weeks, right? Mm -hmm. I've been so productive and results have shown themselves because, you know, more sales, more uh, students, more satisfaction and all this stuff. And so it's consistency, it's it's really, and and the deciding, say, you know what, I'm gonna really do this, not just half. you know, say, oh, well, no. It doesn't work because you you are dividing your attention, Mm -hmm. and honestly, dividing your attention doesn't really help.
0: No, and I totally get that, because, but it's hard because we're told, oh, well, you need your YouTube channel, you need your website, your email list, oh, you need to build multiple streams of income, But I've also had that sort of, you know, when I'm most successful, it's like, oh, just have to stick with what's working in. Udemy is working. So stick with Udemy. But what do you say to people who are like, well, what you never know what's going to happen to Udemy. So what are you doing outside of Udemy to make sure that you are building a sustainable business for the long term?
1: And I do agree with that, by the way. Uh, My comments were not to say, well, just ignore everything now. But what I was saying is more of like you've got to have a hub uh, mm-hmm. where you 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 test out your 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 ideas or your your businesses. In this case, we have this platform. So if you can test it for six months and see if it works, then you can start, you know, doing other things. So for me, I actually, funny you ask, I I've decided um, three months, two months ago, that I wanted to create some sort of a a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I have this brand called Build Apps with Paolo, it's still growing, uh, it's a website, and also I have a YouTube channel. So my whole idea, because I was trying to think, okay, what is it that I am I have to offer, right? Because anybody can go and open, <laughs> you know, that's fine, but but I, I wanted to feel like I'm offering something. So my idea is to trying to figure out what I call the uh, well-rounded developer. So what happens mm-hmm. in this development world is that there's a lot of techies, right? People who know how to code, they know computer science, they're just so passionate but then they like other soft skills, like how do you communicate with the client? How do you communicate with other people, with other developers, with project managers, with with uh, how do you pitch or how do you talk to, you know? So there's more to just, you know, here mm-hmm. on a computer writing code. So that is my goal. And on top of that, I just wanna share uh, with people, you know, how to go through the process of learning a programming language and build apps or maybe take those skills and do whatever else they want to do. And that's 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 one of my goals of 2018, 2019, 2020. And also on top of that, what I'm also doing is I have I started uh, creating, building my email list. Mm, Uh, I don't have a lot uh, in the past month or so. Um, I have I think I have about 120 um, in my email list. So, and, uh, and again, it has proven that it works because you hear a lot of stories, people saying, you know, if you get people's emails, that's where the money is. It's so true because, you know, I've, 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 I've shared with, with my subscribers, my stories and and they love it. Right. They're just Mm -hmm. like, Oh, there's actually a person there. Um, and, uh, and, and I've also given them certain coupons and it has worked amazingly. And I never, you know, I never thought because I thought, oh, no, I can't sell to them. Right. And uh, and but most important thing, too, is also to remember is you have to build that relationship when you're building your email list. And I know everybody knows that, but people forget because we just want to run and sell. Mm -hmm. Right. Just to give an example, for instance, what I did, um, I sent out about six, seven, uh, about five emails before I even ask for anything right mm-hmm. so i'm telling yes. them my story i'm telling them what i'm all about which is you know being genuine as possible right because it's yeah. like this is this is my goal i want to just to share my stories and try to uh, minimize this anxiety of people trying to learn how to program. That's really the biggest problem. And so
0: that's great. Is that an automated sequence that you're sending? It is.
1: Yes. It's an automated. There's still work to do. I know if you were to go into that, you'll say, Oh, Paolo. No, I I mean,
0: I'm still learning all this stuff myself. I feel like, so I'm still getting, you know, I feel like I need to do better, but I think that's a, an important lesson for people is that building that, audience off of Udemy or whatever platform you're selling on is is important because you're giving people an opportunity to connect with you at right. a deeper level, which on Udemy is just kind of hard. There's just too many distractions. So if those people, if they're you have students on Udemy or wherever you, you're creating content, give them that opportunity to follow you, to subscribe right. for your email list and share your story and And like Paulo said, they're the ones that are going to be the first ones lining up to buy your next course or your product. Mm -hmm. Um, That's awesome. On Udemy, we're, you know, at the end of 2017, $10 deals seems to be the the way that people are selling courses. Even me, that's kind of what I'm doing when I launch a course. Do you have any tips or advice for promoting a new course or doing any ongoing promotions?
1: What's worked for you? (laughs) Right. What's one thing that worked for me, again, it goes back to the basics, which is relationship. Right. So what I noticed because I, I I have courses too that where I, you know, I enroll on Udemy. What I noticed with a lot of instructors is that they forget that connection. Right. It's like going back to that example that we always hear, um, you know, first date, you know, you don't go to somebody and say, hey, would you marry me? <laughs> you know, it doesn't work like Not that. Even work. if. It's not going to work. Right. And so I see a lot of instructors, they, you know, they start getting students and they don't send any other announcements, you know, like educational ones, you know, um, and all of a sudden. It's like hey, this is my course. Buy it. Of course, most of you know will buy on Udemy because it's it's very it's cheap and all this stuff. But but what I started doing is again create that relationship. So I I force myself and I enjoy this. I write. I like writing stories. Um, what's going on with my day or uh, what I'm thinking to do next or is there anything I can do to help you now? Things like that. So what happens is that people say, oh, you actually care about me, right? Which is true. I do care. So um, so. So what I do is I actually send messages or or emails, uh, educational uh, messages, uh, emails where I like again, tell stories or and um, I add something of value, right? Mm -hmm. If I know most of them are uh, struggling with certain topic, you know, I try to help out or um, if I have a student who is done really well. uh, What I do, you know, I praise them, say, hey, guys, look at this person. Right. So uh, what that what what I noticed with that approach, because I used to be that kind of instructor, right? I would just like I have two promotional emails, so I'm going to use them and all that stuff. I noticed that once I started doing that, building that 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 relationship, building that connection, whenever I sent um, a promotional, it just did amazing. Always. Yeah, because I've, people say, oh, they trust you. They say, oh man, this person actually cares about me. He, mm-hmm. you know, this person wants me to succeed, and it has worked. So, what I would say to all instructors, it takes time. That's the problem. We want now, right? We want to make sure that we get the money right now. But if you just go through the process of getting to know them and 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 be vulnerable, you know, show who you are, and be, it's you're gonna have better results because they want to know they have another human, they have their instructor who cares about them. So.
0: Love that. Love that. Are you building any other streams of income with your courses or without cu- courses that have worked? Um, yes.
1: I've, <laughs> I have I uh, have. in July, I signed up uh, with uh, Skillshare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, as you know, I know you're on Skillshare. Um, it's It's been working okay. Of course, again, it takes time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but likely I was actually able to connect with uh, one of the um, account managers, I think that's what they call. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they were actually, I don't know if this is good to talk about because, you know, Udemy and Skillshare, but I think it's okay, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, okay. uh, you know, I think... We can talk about anything we want here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Good.
1: <laughs> anyway, so it was not nothing bad, but uh, so you know, I talked. I had a phone call with one of their managers there, and they were just asking, you know, what they can do to improve, especially in the technical courses, because they're they're trying, they're trying to get that going. And so, um, you know, I give my opinions and things that I think would help, you know, yeah. people in my area and it's been really good uh, but slowly and I'm building my brand there hopefully yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. I
0: know they yeah they haven't really figured out the tech side of things but if they could the same way that they're doing I mean they do pretty well with the design yeah. and creative s- skills so if they could do the same thing with the tech courses that's yeah. a great opportunity for people like you who already have the content just to put right. up there but right. I think it, I mean You know, I don't see much risk in. And people differ, but I don't see much risk. Put just putting your courses on Skillshare, seeing how it goes, because I do believe it takes time to to build that audience to to get those initial students and that initial traffic, and having time on the platform will help. So. I don't see uh, a problem in anyone just putting their content on there right now because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, maybe right. Skillshare is going to shut down in a couple years, or maybe it's right. going to continue to grow and you know become another full-time <laughs> passive income for you right. um, in the future. Right. So that's cool. So Skillshare, um,
1: um, I have else? a YouTube channel uh, that I started not too long ago, Mm -hmm. uh, probably two months now, two and a half or so. And I've seen what I do, like most instructors do, well my main idea is actually i want to take that as a platform where i do short videos i talk about stuff or uh you know to encourage students or people who want to get into the programming and all this stuff Um, but now what i'm doing i'm putting some of the snippets of my courses that i have Mm -hmm. and it's been working actually not in a huge magnitude but Mm -hmm. but i can see sales coming in every now and then a few sales here and there so um that is one side and uh, uh my next one i'm doing I have an ebook that I'm ebook I'm finishing up nice. right now. It's uh, my wife is actually editing it. She's 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 a rock star, by the way. So <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: you gotta anyway, make sure she listens to this episode.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, she says, "When when is that going to be ready, so, I don't know. It's like, can I listen? Like, I don't know. I may say things that even when like you know just, <laughs> yeah. but um, so yeah, and and I'm hoping I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with it because the ebook is pretty much the the you know ebook version of the course one yep. of the courses i have so i need to figure out what am i going to do with it if i'm just going to put on amazon or i'm going to give it as a i don't know i'm not sure yet so
0: yeah that, i mean i've done multiple things with ebooks i've given them for free to students in the class i've put it on amazon i've made sure to include a sort of a link to opt in to my list in the first few pages on in the book on amazon and that has actually worked pretty Mm -hmm. well um uh and yeah it's always nice just to put it on amazon as another platform to be on that platform and to drive traffic to to you and your site from a new you know part of the funnel so yeah i don't know we'll have to see how that works but um Cool. Well, it sounds like you're doing a lot uh, with your with your time. Triumph. That's amazing. <laughs> so you talk about you know your 13 week plan, but do you have any longer term goals? Two to three years? You said you're focusing on Udemy kind of for the next year or right. so, right? Yeah.
1: Well, for the next two three years, I would like at least to have to have um, touched or or um, reached about a million students. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, with that, I want I would like to be able to grow uh, the brand that I'm, you know, the well-rounded developer that I'm trying to Mm -hmm. uh, put together Um, so that I don't know, I just I just I just want to I just I, I want to. To be able to share the, the the struggles that I went through when I was starting, you know, first started programming. I mean, just to give you a context, the reason why this is 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 very um, close to my heart is because I, when I gr- growing up, I didn't have computers. I didn't see my yeah. first computers until I was sixteen. Wow. Right. So, you in, in a way, for me, it's like I do remember how it feels like to be in a, you know, in a place where it's like. I, man i have no idea what this first of all the language part of thing culturally speaking and you know so 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 i so i'm trying to channel those um difficulties that you know people go through Mm -hmm. when they, they start to want to learn programming i mean it's intimidating because we it's hard right yeah
0: yeah it's so... I think that's a great way to kind of differentiate yourself from other YouTube channels and other people teaching this kind of stuff online. Actually, that's a question I was going to ask in the beginning, mm-hmm. but like thinking back on, you know, your childhood, what before you were even doing the exchange in Montana, right. like what were your goals? What what did you imagine your life to be like uh growing right.
1: up? I want to be a doctor. Okay. I always wanted to be a doctor. It's so funny. <laughs> We can do this for another 20 hours. But um, when I was a kid, I've always wanted to be a doctor. And I remember, so when I came back to the States as a, uh, well, not as an exchange student, but for college, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I went, I actually went to, for the first two years, I went to um, a community college, right? So to get my credits and all of a sudden then transfer. And I still, you know, in those two years, yeah, I'm going to. Be a doctor and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But one mm-hmm. summer, I think it was a summer before I was done, and then I was going to be transferring to a four-year school. I remember going. I went. I went to the library, and I always liked challenges, right? So I went to the library, and I was looking at books about careers, right? Mm-hmm. So I looked at one. They were talking about accountants and all these things. I mean, of course, I, it was for me. It was like I'm just going to look, but of course, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to mm-hmm. go do medical medicine but then it you know I was going through and then I saw computer science i had no idea it's like cs what is this thing mm-hmm. right and so th- see, i i kid you not this is this is my life okay <laughs> and so i just so i took that book and i went to the computer you know, one of those labs they have in in, um, in a lot of uh, libraries. Yeah. And so I typed, I did some research, Ah, CS computer science, and I started looking to start talking about programming, Java, C++, and I had no idea. And so I, I, I was like, huh, what is this? So I went back <laughs> to the books and I went and found, you know, trying to find a programming book. So I found mm-hmm. this C++ book. I opened it. It made no sense. I said, I want to learn this. Because this makes no sense. It yeah. is, nobody in their right mind would ever do such a thing. But of course, I'm that kind of guy, right? So that's how it all started. It wasn't like I was saying, oh, it wasn't, I'm going to study computers. Mm-hmm. Nope. All I want to do was was computer science. I mean, I'm sorry, I was being a doctor at medical school. But then I just realized, nope. I'm going to shift and I want to learn something that it's difficult and I have no idea how to do it. So
0: cool. Well, I'm sure you would have been a great doctor, but it seems like you pivoted the right way uh, and you're able to build relationships still and help people and, you know, ultimately make the world a better place. Uh, My last question is just about if you have any final piece of advice for people who want to get started with teaching online. But I want you to think about it in terms of you have this unique story coming to the United States and um, there's a lot of people from other countries who are starting to teach online, but they might feel, um, you know, that it's a little bit harder or to get started or maybe people who don't um, aren't comfortable with their voice yet speaking English, even like what? what kind of advice do you have for, for that kind of audience who uh, really wants to start teaching online?
1: Well, I would say I I do understand, you know, I, to this day, honestly, I don't like my voice. (laughs) Like when I hear myself, it's like, ah, but, but it's one of those things that you have to get over it. And I know it's a very harsh word to say. Um, but okay. So going back to Understand that we're not—we all—we're not all made the same, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the struggles. I know the—the the, you know—you feel like not very confident, especially language-wise and all that stuff. But the first thing I would do uh, is practice. Literally, just find a mirror. Don't get a camera. It's it, you are at your house. Nobody's gonna think you're crazy. Just explain to people this is what <laughs> I'm doing, so they yeah. don't call. <laughs> and start practicing, you know, and start really imagining you. Saying something, teaching somebody. And the seg- second thing I would do before you even think of a camera, go find somebody that you can teach. Mm right just just ask hey you know I have this thing I'm trying to uh, r- wrap my head around I'm trying to teach or something whatever excuse you can find and do you mind like if I you know at least once a week if you have a time you know we can meet for 20 minutes Um, I want you to be my audience and I you know I just want to teach you something yeah most people say oh sure it's fine you know if I'm, and so practice that and then move on to camera actually you wouldn't go to camera start recording yourself just record t- shut off cameras and just record yourself and start hearing yourself get used to hearing yourself Mm -hmm. that's the big problem that most people i still have that thing but i'm getting over it because i got to the point was like you know what no i'll just (laughs) keep doing it right and all of a sudden you will it's it's amazing how the brain works right once you start conditioning yourself into hearing yourself into teaching somebody into uh, into actually doing it you will notice that the barriers that you think you have which could be English, which could be, I don't like my voice, or maybe I don't like the way I look. You start forgetting those things because now you're focusing, oh, my voice I, my voice wasn't, right? But you forget that you we actually were on a camera because now you're thinking, oh, I don't like the way I sound. You're not saying I don't like the way I look, right? Mm-hmm. So there we go, now you have one thing that's out of the, out of the window because you're not conscious of the way you look or the way you feel, whatever. So, so but be patient with it. And again, go back to consistency, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm talking about practicing, if you do twice a week, you better do Wednesday or Thursday. You do it, even ten minutes. You practice it, practice it. All of a sudden, you will see all of those fears. They go away. They really do. And about the language part of the thing, we all have that fear. Especially, like you said, if you don't speak the language, I'm, English is not English is not my first language. It's my third language. Wow. So, I'm not, I don't say that to say, oh, look at me, right? It's not that, but I'm just to give you hope. If anybody out there thinking, oh, man, I can't do it because English is not my first language. English is not my first language either, right? But you just have to do it. There's no other way around it. Like, right? mm-hmm. you just have to force yourself. Yes, you're going to say something funny sometimes. Something is not going to occur. Just remember, people who are going to be in your courses they want what you have to offer they're not there to judge you say oh look how paulo looks Mm -hmm. look how he sounds they don't really care as long as you are intentional in your message and you're kind and you and you really show that you really like what you're doing or you want to help them Mm -hmm. that's all that's all you need to do so be consistent practice and it's going to be fine i love
0: that and i love that specifically about practicing beforehand and finding someone to you know practice in front of that's just gonna help you learn how to teach and they're gonna probably ask you questions about things that maybe you would have missed and mm-hmm. i think that's i haven't actually heard that from someone yeah, on the podcast so that's a really good piece of advice that everyone should do when they get started yeah. so thank you for all of that where's the best place for people to connect with you to get on your email list and to find out more okay. about your courses
1: Right. So uh, if you go to uh, build apps with Paolo, literally build apps with Paolo, just one one word, dot com, that's going to be my my website Uh, still under construction. So if you go there right now, you're going to be asked to go to uh, enter my email list. Mm -hmm. So if you don't want to do that. Well, don't do it, but <laughs> do it, do it, do it. do it. Okay. Okay. Do it. Right. Right. I gotta, you know, do it. And also, um, I am at, uh, on Twitter at build apps with me. So it's the difference here. It's not, okay. it's the Apollo And now it's build apps with me, not build apps So Paulo, so at build apps with Paulo, I mean with me. Um, and, um, yeah, so those are domain places and of course in your domain if you search Paulo Dishon. By the way, you said it my, you said my name right. How did you know that? That was Good. amazing.
0: Oh, okay. well, I usually try to watch people's videos beforehand to like oh. see uh, <laughs> <laughs> like how it's pronounced because I, I know people mispronounce my last name a lot on how podcasts you that name? I do.
1: What was that? Ebinerf. Is that your last Ebener. name Is that your last that you say? Yeah. Okay. Ebener. So,
0: yeah, (laughs) Good. Great. Well, awesome. I'll include links to, you know, all of those, your profile on Udemy, your website, Twitter, everything on onlinecoursemasters.com. So, Paulo, thank you so much for being here today. And hey, I'm going to look out and make sure you're finishing those next three courses and (laughs) just looking forward to seeing uh, that next, uh, you know, six figure revenue on Udemy and, and beyond. So thanks so much for being here.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Phil. really appreciate it. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed that
0: episode. As always, if you want to fast track your success, head over to OnlineCourseMasters.com and sign up for your free trial of my flagship program, the Online Course Masters Masterclass. Yep, that's right. It's a masterclass designed to take you from zero to hero, creating and selling your very own online courses. If you haven't done so yet, please leave a review for this show wherever you listen. This is how we can help expand our audience and help teach the world. Thanks so much and we'll see you next week in the next edition of the Online Course Masters show.